Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Vicky McLeod here and along for the ride this week is Rumsey, who is a CrossFit athlete and coach and has quite a bit of experience with the CrossFit Games herself, but in the media department. This week we're doing special games FOMO editions, chatting to people at Madison and just trying to soak it in however way we can. This episode was recorded on Saturday after the cuts in Madison on Friday night. We are joined by games athlete Enrico Zanoni. I hope you enjoy it and apologies for any funky audio along the way. Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. Games FOMO show. I'm Vicky McLeod. I'm here with Rumsey. And today we have with us games athlete and the fittest in Italy, Mr. Enrico Zenoni, but he is called Zeno to his friends. Welcome, Zeno. Uh, good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm uh, in the mountain with uh, my girlfriend and uh, uh, right now it's raining, so I'm. Uh, we will be at home uh, all the day. So oh. maybe I'm gonna do some training. I have I have with me a kettlebell. So it's, it's a perfect day to watch the games. Then, if it's raining, so yeah, I'm gonna watch the games uh, probably all day today. So. So just to recap from yesterday, Ramsey and I were talking um, about Thursday at the Games, and today we're going to talk about Friday at the Games. Yesterday we were discussing about uh, um, the dramas of the day and how exciting it was to finally get the individual competition off to a start. We had Jacqueline on the show with us, and she was telling us about even though she wasn't able to compete at the games this year, she was very happy that she was actually able to be at the games because she was enjoying watching the other athletes competing. And she felt like she was finding her fire to compete again. And Rumsey and I were thinking that maybe you might also have that kind of desire inside of you when you watch other athletes competing. Yeah. Um, Watching, uh, I, I, I prefer to, um, to train than watching, but uh, uh, if I'm in person, I remember from uh, Wadapalooza of um, uh, the last year that I was injured, and I was uh, in Miami watching the other athletes, and it was like uh, more, um, it, it was not good for me. It was motivating, but um, I, I prefer to watch maybe on the screen and uh, uh, because in person it's like I'm here but I can't uh, go on the floor so uh, I prefer uh, the, the online part so uh, watching online for me is better and um, this year yeah I, I saw also some workout that I done uh, the last year like the Alpaca and uh, I, I know the feeling of the athlete so uh, Right now, uh, I'm training uh, for uh, for the new season and watching uh, uh, how the athletes uh, do in the workout that maybe I've done last year. Uh, I know 
maybe how much difference there is uh, right now. Should we start by talking about alpaca then, Rumzi? Of course, let's go. Event one for uh, Friday was a dramatic one. We saw, uh, well, as we expected, uh, rope climbs are very dangerous. If you're not doing your own competition, you risk going a little bit too hard, a little bit too soon. And if you fell a rep, that's a lot of time lost. Um, and we saw some tears. Uh, we did. You would think first person that comes to mind to me is, of course, Emma Carey, which was slightly expected. She tends to go really hard all the time, and sometimes it doesn't pay off. Um, Zeno, how would have you strategized this, uh, knowing your capacity with pulling and pushing? Uh, for sure, the sled was the hard part because uh, of the weight, and uh, I'm not a... Uh, big athlete, I weigh like 85 kilos, so I'm in the uh, lighter part, and uh, my, my strategy can be go hard on the rope climbs, and uh, I'm good in the pin and wear, uh, which in the grip workout, uh, I, I do great, and maybe uh, pushing the sled in, um, uh, divide the sled, so uh, the, the rope climbs uh, go when uh, when I feel ready, and uh, the the kettlebells uh, six six or maybe the last ones uh, maybe four 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 to not uh, um, go out pace on the for, for the grip and uh, and push the last uh, the, the last sled uh, with uh, all the. It's like an all-out, so I see a lot of athletes uh, stopping in the last one, but uh, I think that you have to arrive uh, prepared to suffer and uh, go until the end. So. Yeah. Uh, so would you think, last question on, for you on this event, would you think for the rope climbs, does it have sense to tell yourself, I need to wait, I don't know, at least 40 seconds between reps so I know I'm rested enough? Or are you more for just, I listen to my body and when I feel like I'm ready, I can go? I'm more uh, uh, on the listen uh, to my body part because uh, maybe, you know, the fatigue of the, uh, the other event, you don't know how much fatigue you are. So maybe in training, you, you try the legless and you know that you can go every 20 seconds. But uh, in competition, uh, maybe you need the 30 seconds and then you go... Rarely you blow up, so it's better to to listen to, to uh, listen to your body and uh, uh, to understand when you when you're ready. On the women's side, Ramsey, the Alex Kazan was incredible. Did you see those legless rope plans yeah. she was doing? Up, down, yeah, up, down, the, back to yeah. the back to the cleaner jacks. Amazing. She's also a very strict form on those rope climbs. She's not, uh, like, for example, Laura tends to kip a lot more, but she has the grip strength to have, to do that. Like, she, if she's grabbing on something, she's not going to let go, basically. Um, so it was interesting to see the fight between them and how different their technique looked. Um, it was also nice to see Laura prove people that just because there's a pulling 
inside of a strength event. She's not out of the game. It was wonderful to watch her win that. It was amazing. And um, like to come from, it seems like from behind again, it just seems to be like her jam to, uh, to surprise people seems to be what she's getting the most um, enjoyment out of at the moment. Do you, Zeno, do you think as an athlete, would you prefer being out front on an event, like first uh, leading the pace for everyone from the start of the event or more like let people do their thing and then towards the end you come out on top? Does that make sense in English for you? Uh, from event to event, because maybe in one event you're confident that you go out there from the start, but uh, maybe in a 5K run or something like that, you you are in the, in the pack and uh, you, you try to, to hold the pace. So maybe at the end you've got more than the other and you do a little sprint, but uh, um, the, the only events where, where I can go harder uh, are the only ones that I can maybe uh, push the pace from the start. Okay, thank you. Zeno, of the events that the athletes have done this weekend so far, which is the one that you would would love to have been part of? Uh, maybe Ayana. I really loved it. And, uh, the, uh, which one did you say, sorry? Helena. 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 Helena, yeah. And... Uh, I, I like every workout of the games. We are so... Elena may be the, the best one uh, right now, but also the other are really, really good workout. Also the gymnastic one. Uh, it was really, really good to see. And the, the, the bike one, the long one, maybe you could watch. Uh, it's not uh, super, uh, super fun, but to do, I think that uh, the athletes uh, enjoyed it. As long as you're not falling off your bike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, the bike has cre- created a couple of injuries. Emma Carey came off, Justin Medeiros came off twice, and that's really affected them for the rest of the weekend so far. So, yeah. I mean, bikes should be approached with caution. In my, in my household, they are, for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, let's talk about yeah. the ski bag. What are you yes, going to say, Zeno? To, to not come off the bike. So maybe they go to... to uh, they, they can't control it, and uh, uh, it, it's also a skill to not come off of, from the bike. Like Yone uh, Korski, you know, is a biker. Uh, he he uses a lot the bike, and he know how to to stay up. So yeah, but I think also being used to being in a pack of bikes, especially at the start, I think that was a, and the curves and managing the gears with the curves is. A, a challenge if you're not used to it. Like, I know yeah. I would have fallen off the first 100 meters for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, end of the games, we're obviously going to be like, okay, bye guys. I'm done. You could just put some pink ribbons on your one and let you have some stabilizers some at the back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, talk yeah, about yeah. Ski Bag, which um, obviously from the program's point of view, we're very, very proud of. Ella's performance, she won her heat and finished fourth overall. So that was really wonderful to see. What do you want to say about it, Ramsey? Uh, well, um, just from a program perspective, 
it was very nice to see her do that. I think that's actually the Ella that we're used to seeing. Uh, very cold, very aggressive, very physically uh, strong. I mean, Dominant. that's how I would define it. Dominant. Mm. And she really did, you know, there wasn't a moment where you really saw her struggle. She was just doing her thing and she was executing. And I hope to see her in back at the games next year with that mentality for all the events. I think this year as a rookie, uh, she really was very intimidated. And I think that's a good question for Zeno is how is it being a rookie for the first, you know, at the games? Like, did you find it scary or is it hard sometimes to understand how things are done differently from other competitions? Uh, no, for me, it was funny because uh staying uh with uh, in the same heat of uh, Medeiros, Melner, Goski, and uh, all the people that uh, I always watched on TV, it was super cool. So and and the pressure was a bit out because uh, if maybe I don't do great, and it's, um, like th- there are a lot of strong uh, guys, so it's not a problem. It's not like a regional or a competition uh, in Italy that. Uh, you have to win because you are the, the best one uh, in mm-hmm. the game. There are a lot of uh, beasts, so you are um, less stressed. But uh, uh, as a rookie, I didn't expect how much pain I, mean, I have to hold for the weekend because every event packs uh, your body and uh, mm-hmm. at the end uh, you the only way to finish is like uh, just get this done please yeah, yeah I, wa- I wanted to be done because I feel the, the age has maintained and uh, articulation uh, muscle everything so. I have another question um, a lot of times like people mention when they put you like in the corrals waiting to go in the event and sometimes you have to wait a lot from the warm-up to going into the event. You don't really know what's happening. Did you find that was, you know, different from other competitions or other things that you happen at the games that don't happen at other competitions that you noticed? Yeah, but uh, you know that at games and uh, also semifinals, there is that thing that you have to wait a lot. So maybe you can train uh, to wait a bit more before uh, starting the workout. So maybe you warm up for the workout, uh, wait uh, five, 10 minutes more than, than starting uh, right, uh, right after the warm up, And uh, you train also that thing. So starting maybe a bit colder or, and mm-hmm. really focused to, because it's all uh, mental. If you, if you stay focused when you, when you start, uh, also, if you are uh, 10 minutes uh, in the coral, it's not a problem. Okay. Remember from um, the, uh, the workout with the yoke, the heavy yoke, the yeah. clean at uh, 142 kilos and uh, the deadlift at 215. That was my PR. <laughs> and uh, I warm up really bad because uh, we, we have 10 minutes to warm up the, the three things. And... Um, and we waited a lot before uh, entering the floor. But uh, when, when I was in, the sled, it, it was heavy, but uh, I've done them. So the sled and the clean it was not a problem. The deadlift, I didn't finish them because uh, I did uh, two. 
and uh, it was my PR. So I did my best, and then um, mm. it's all about focus. So I was concentrated on what I had to do, and. Uh, yeah, I think um, the games are very much mental in that sense that people expect everyone is warming up super well, super professional. But I actually think most of the time you don't have a lot of time to warm up and you're moving around and these things are make it harder to perform well. And that's where you need to be very mentally strong to uh, be 100%. Yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe you can't warm up your body well, but uh, if you are uh, with the mind on the floor, you, you can do the same thing. So, you, you know, Andrea Ferrero. <laughs> yeah, no warm-up warm up is the best warm-up. Uh, but uh, when you think... Hmm? Who's Andrea Ferrero? Um, he's an old uh, friend of us, ours, and he's very strong at Italian athlete. He was a semis in 2021. Maybe he'll make it back one day. We'll see. He's almost a master's now. Yeah. Okay. His warm his warm up technique is just do it. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Best warm up is no warm up, basically. He always do great. So yeah, <laughs> it works. Yeah, 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 very true. Um. So we have. Let's uh, talk about Colton Mertens. <laughs> What what an impressive chap he is. I mean, he's obviously got some definite advantages by being close to the ground when he's squatting. But he was uh, he's, he's got such an it's one of the kind of interesting personalities of CrossFit. And he's um well, we we was talking before about how he his how his personality reminds us of certain um fantasy novels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean I don't want to be mean, but come on. The name You're not being mean. Is, I'm going to say it. I'm probably going to get cancelled for this. I'm very sorry. But the name I was just looking at, I was like, Colton Mertens and Bilbo Baggins sound like they came out of the same book. Okay? That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only the, the thing I will say in that. That's about it. Yeah. As long as he's getting second breakfast, I think you, you're yeah. good. But he, yeah, so he at looked, the games. He looked very comfortable doing ski bag, didn't he? Very happy yeah. to be there. Well, obviously, he had his name all over it. At French, you guys had a similar event with a lot of like uh, squatting and lunging with the sandbag. What was your impression? Like, how does that affect you? Maybe you, some people expect only legs, and then you feel your back or your midline. Do you agree with that? Or the French was, the the French was a bit different because uh, we have to hold the same bag in front rack and not uh, oh, okay. in, uh, in the back. So maybe mm. at the games it was also a mobility game because uh, when you have the same bag in the back, you have to do a great squat to not uh, lose uh, balance and to not feel the back. Because if you are more vert- vertical with the torso, you, you can use only the legs and uh, go better and uh, but uh, if you are strong and uh, but not a lot uh, you don't have a lot of mobility you have to do like uh, good mornings and, uh, and they are not good yeah. for the back so you blow up the legs and the back uh, okay. you use more muscle you do more fatigue and, uh, yeah that makes I think, um, I think that the, the ones that win the event are the better water. So yeah. 
Laurobat, Kultermer, Tens, Great Squad. The other ones that maybe uh, have a larger feet uh, on the ground and or, or try to do like good, good mornings, didn't uh, do great. So. You know, it surprises me that everybody isn't a good squatter in CrossFit because surely that's like an absolute basic, fundamental, functional thing that you everybody is doing all the time. I think if you have time. a good level, I mean, squatting is a lot about leverages. I think like you could also be short, but if your torso is short compared to your legs, that's going to make it harder for you to be very vertical. Um, and I think Katrin, for example, she's not a good squatter at all. Um, but her level of fitness allows her to get away with it to an extent that, you know, as you, you can get away with not the best squats doing wall balls. You might have a harder time mm-hmm. doing squat cleans, but if you can do a power clean and that kind of saves you a lot. Yeah. Um, this was, this was the event where things started to get really serious with the cuts. Um, were you close to being cut at the games dinner? Or like, what was the pressure mentally for you knowing that, the field was gonna get reduced. Yeah, for me, it was all about uh, the the day before the last one for Saturday, and uh, there was three events that are bad for me because the swim one. I know that I was the uh, worst swimmer around uh, the field, so uh, I know that um, I have to push more maybe on the wall ball one. And uh, the the final uh, strength event that uh, they told us that was the sandbag, and uh, on the wall balls I do I did also bad because uh, of the heat I didn't lose to it so it was um, yeah, very problem for me and uh, the same was on the sandbag that I know that uh, if I fail. Uh, the same before some other guys I was out. So um, for me, it was all about uh, uh, stay in front of the two athletes that was closest to me. So uh, maybe the last year was Christian Bauer and uh, uh, another one I don't remember. And uh, I when they failed the sandbag, I know that I was in so... Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I, I try to, I, to stay closest to them as possible. I don't know if you had the chance to look at who got cut this year. Uh, if you did, uh, is there any name that you weren't expecting? Um, yeah, I didn't watch the, uh, the, the last event because okay. of the time. But... Uh, I, I see yesterday that uh, people like Jason Oper, that uh, was one of the strongest uh, and uh, more hyped on the, on the field, mm-hmm. didn't do great um, these two days, and uh, also a lot of other guys. And uh, maybe uh, it's so preparation, but maybe it's also something like uh, having a lot of uh, expectation and uh, didn't do great the first event. Uh, also, the second one wasn't great. And uh, mentally, you you go down. And I can win the game, so it's a bit easier. And mm-hmm. 
Usha and Vivant where, where maybe I, I can be great in, in training because I see that uh, he's super great in us and work and things like that, but then be great there. Yeah. So uh, it's not always uh, physical, but also mental. mental. I think that shows even more how great of an athlete Justin Medeiros is because he basically got the worst placements of his career on the first two games events. And he was, we were all a bit shocked seeing him bruised up on event three and he's still managing now to gain momentum and get back into contention, at least for top 10, which is still going to be, I think quite a good placement considering the bias of the programming that we've seen so far this year. Um, Jason Hopper um, on Helena looked like he really just didn't want to be there any longer. He looked exhausted when he was coming back into the muscle-ups. It was almost like, oh, God, not again. You know, not He again. really didn't – it looked like he didn't have it in him to do it, which may, always makes me think there must be something underlying it because, you know, you're at the CrossFit, CrossFit Games, you're motivated to be there. Surely at this level – these guys are the the only the only things that can really stop them is injury, illness, or their own or their own minds, you know. Mm. And I yeah. think maybe it was um, maybe he was like, okay, I'm done. I'm I'm not I'm not in it any longer. I'm out, and uh, he just wanted yeah. to finish that event. Let's talk about Helena because it was um, fast and furious, and um, I was really we haven't spoken about Alexis Raptus yet, Rumsey, and we need to give her a shout out, but also. Want to say how how exciting it was to watch um, all of the girls go around because they really crushed it and Emma Lawson did a great job. Yeah, and I'm also very excited for uh, Jamie Simmons. Uh, we missed her yes. last year. She got a shoulder operation, and I think it's at her. I want to say at her age, but she's been at the games quite a few times. It's easy to start thinking, oh, okay, they're kind of out of the game, and so she's back and she's like, don't forget about me. Um, Alexis Raptis loved seeing her kind of come back. I don't know why she struggled so much on the ski uh, bag event, but she was really having a hard time. And I think mentally that could, you know, leave some people defeated. Instead, she really put up a great fight on that final event on Friday and came back, made some points up for her on the leaderboard. Um, you know, if you had to pick a guy from the male uh, leaderboard from this year, but maybe also, you know, athletes you competed with last year, who would have you uh, bet your money on, on winning Helena aside from yourself? Mm. The one that run faster, I think. So Gerard. <laughs> okay, yeah. From last that. year and this year, so there isn't Gerard. I don't remember the second one that arrived and at the capital, but uh, the uh, second one. So okay. You probably, you probably yeah. wouldn't have put your money on Jeffrey Adler then. Yeah, yeah, the I, I won it. That, uh, he won, but uh, um, I don't remember the last year at capital how how he do. But uh, Helena this year was a running event because uh, the yeah. ma- muscle up and the matches are super easy and uh, mm. everyone can do them fast. 
So the the best runner uh, is the one that uh, can win that that one. Jeffrey probably is gonna be great or something. Yeah, I think he hugged um, a hint shot at the end of the event, which makes me think he probably put a lot of work into his running this year. Yeah, I, I saw him uh, uh, do the, um, a lot of workout with Incho and a lot of uh, uh, tests. So he, he know how to pace that one. And uh, mm-hmm. maybe I, I see the, the first hits starting with everyone super fast on the first uh, 400 meters. And uh, everyone bumped out because maybe the, 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 the first... Uh, the first 100, uh, 400 meters was like 114, and mm-hmm. then the second one, like uh, 140 or uh, 50. So they lose a lot of, uh, a lot of time. Uh, the, the, yeah. the best one uh, are the ones that are starting maybe at uh, 120, but all the, uh, all the free yeah. round. Absolutely. Is that how you would have approached it, Zeno? You just started a little bit in the tank, a bit conservative, and then pushed in the last round. Uh, I think that uh, if I see the other ones run faster in competition, you you are pushing. The first round is the one that uh, I'm gonna push more, but uh, um, in the second one maybe I gonna try to pace it, and uh, the, the last one. Uh, is the uh, all out ones mm-hmm. so maybe push hard at the start the second one uh, maybe a bit slower but not too much not lose uh, the, the sleep and then uh, the last one uh, all uh, all at God so, time to die the yeah, last one is time like to that. die looking at the, the leaderboard as it stands going into day three of the games for the guys You've got Roman in first, Jeffrey Adler second, and then somebody I'm very pleased to see back on the leaderboard, which is Chandler Smith. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I like I like Chandler Smith for a lot of reasons. He was very uh, again a personality that you can really get and get like get behind and get engaged with. But also, I like the fact that he's there representing because it's a CrossFit is a very white sport, and it's very nice to see people from other countries and other backgrounds and other colors up there and beyond like encouraging other people to get involved with it so um, that's a political position I have but I'm very happy to see him there mm-hmm. and we were talking about um Noah Olsen Rumsey and um, because it's like makes us laugh and smile to watch the two of them together Noah's currently in 15th place and he's already said this is his last individual games and they're talking about going team next year um and I was just wondering, um, Zeno, if you remembered what Noah was like last year when you were competing, because my my memory of him is that he spends as much time talking to the fans as he does actually doing the workouts. Uh, Noah is uh, more the... Uh, he's, uh, maybe he preferred to enjoy the competition than... Uh, Focus too much on the on on the on what he have to do, but uh, yeah. for him maybe it work like that. So if uh, he take too much seriously, maybe he do bad. And uh, but uh, 
I prefer him like uh, uh, his natural uh, attitude. So if if you prefer to go with the fans and uh, enjoy the crowd and things like that, it's good to see for for a competitor like me because uh, he's the most uh, funny guy around uh, around and. Uh, He also uh, demonstrate that it's not all about uh, winning and things like that, but also enjoying uh, the, the the competition, the fans, and uh, he won the spirit of the games for uh, for that reason the last year. So he absolutely did. He uh, he definitely gives off um, happy puppy vibes. Is a good way of describing him. And I really like Olsen, and uh, if I have to. Um, he's maybe my favorite on the field. So mm. I have to choose one uh, that I really like is uh, Olsen. Talking about favorites, uh, besides Olsen, who would you like to see on the podium this year? Or kind of who do you expect to see and who would you like to see? Kind of who are you cheering for? Uh, if I like to see uh, Olsen, is the one. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but... Uh, So the the leaderboard is uh, clear. Roman is gonna go to the podium. I don't know if uh, yeah. first, second, or third, but uh, this year for sure he's on the podium. I mean, he has a hundred points from second place. It's it's yeah. hard to beat that. He have to, to do a bad event to, to lose all that points. Mm. But uh, uh, I see him prepared in uh, everything. So I don't think he's going to lose a lot of points. And uh, for sure, uh, Thunder Smith is one that I'm going to like to see on the podium because uh, he's a lot like Olsen on the on his side and uh, yeah. super great with the fans, super funny to have him around. And uh, maybe Jeffrey Adler, gonna be great to see him but also Jill Crouch that uh, is one that I really like because it's not uh, super famous but uh, he always do great when uh, when it counts and Banner uh, maybe but there are years that he was on the podium for years so maybe too classic and, uh, Isn't Jello Hoster doing great? He's, uh, yeah. I think I will say the programming does favor him just like it did in uh, semifinals. But regardless, for being a rookie, he's doing amazing right now. Did you see him in Helena yesterday when he pushed someone out of the way so he could get in front of them? <laughs> he's a uh, guy, he's a sweetie, but he's an animal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it, he's one of those people that is, I think, would say very different from competition and in person. Like Noah is smiling from when he walks into the warm up area to the competition to the fans. Uh, Yell is not like that. He's no. smiling maybe with the fans and you know doing his thing, but in competition, he's a scary guy. But let's talk about that because um, the way that the spectators 
uh, perceive athletes and the way that maybe people who work with the athletes and are like close to them when they are competing and know them more more kind of intimately it's two very different things like I've never met Chandler Smith or Noah Olsen I've seen them in public doing their thing but I've never met them I've never spoken to them or been close to them I know quite a few of the athletes that are competing um, that I've been backstage with or in, in more private situations. And it's like, I think the athletes these days are working more on their public persona so they can win the crowd more. So because I think that more and more and more and more, the social media aspects of CrossFit are important. And if you have a good following, if you have great support from the crowd, then you become like a fan favorite. So you actually not going to necessarily win the competition by being more somebody's favorite, but maybe you're winning other things like sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what do you think about that, Rumsey? Um, Oh, hot take. Uh, I do understand it's very important to have an important social media persona, to be kind of open to talking with the fans and the interviewers. And there's people who enjoy that more and less. And just because you enjoy it less, it's not fair that uh, you get, you know, uh, less of a chance of getting sponsorships. For example, I think, I think Tuya is a great example. Unless Until she started dominating, people weren't paying that much attention to her the two years she played second. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, kind of have to pay attention to her. Same thing for Laura. I also think it creates a situation where, fans get behind people that then you kind of get to meet and you're like you're not that nice you're <laughs> definitely not that nice and I'm not gonna name names let's not mention any names that's a professional secret hmm. but um it's a bit I am glad to see more people that deserve more attention working on their social media personality but uh, it's uh it has its bad bad points and it's good things Let's talk about Saturday and the events that are happening today. Obviously, it, it, we are seven hours in front of Madison. So for them, for these guys, these people, we are basically talking behind their backs because they're all asleep. But today we have the 5K. She says getting a bit of paper out. The 5K, have for which the f- is... Uh, I was just going to ask straight away, Zeno, who do you think is going to take the win? I think that uh, the Australia gonna take the win also in that one because uh, it's a pure, pure running event and uh, there is anyone that maybe is a specialist on the running mm-hmm. uh, definitely is gonna win also that one yeah I would like for CrossFit Games to call up uh, Samantha Briggs and just make a race with everyone else for this one <gasps> That was yeah. such a good year when that when she did that. Oh, when she yeah. got second overall, oh, great, best memory. When she overtook me, like Brent Fakowski is never going to live down the day that. That's <laughs> she went that Briggs. Past him. Yeah, that past was him. I think that that's the day I became like a lifelong fan of Briggs. Obviously, Jamie Simmons won Helena yesterday, but is she is she as good at uh, longer distances, or are we looking at somebody like um, uh, Sydney Wells, who is a track runner? I feel like Sydney would do well in like a 200 or like a maybe 800. I don't know her actual background in track. She mm. is a big girl. I, f- I have my, you know, I don't know what Emma Carey did well on the, 
on Helena as well. Is she, she a did. good runner? I think this, I think 5K, you need to be a good runner, definitely. But it's also about how good you are with pain. Like how much pain can you mentally take? Because it's, uh, it's a disgusting distance. Because I would have given, I would have said Gabby Megala, but she's not oh, having yeah. the greatest she's of not- um, finishes this weekend. She got 27th in Helena. Something she, might be going down. Gymnastics is not her best, but there's other events that I was, you know, expecting her to do better, for sure. Mm. Well, that's open. We don't know. We, we, we. Who are you going? Because you did quite good predictions the other day. Who did you predict for the hands? <laughs> yeah, Elisa and Danielle Brand, but in Jacqueline got them as well. Um, so who are we going for? I don't know. Five K. I don't know the athletes very well in terms of running. I assume Emma Lawson can also be there. Um, as I said, Emma Carey, I'm interested in seeing. There was another name that came to mind. Uh, it's kind of escaping me right now. Do you think Krennikov can do well in the 5K? Like, he's a big guy, but he's definitely, like, not... He doesn't know pain to me, it seems. <laughs> Him and pain, two different things. What do you think, yeah. do you know? Yeah, Mustafa uh, Enkov worked with Minshow, so he knows how to pace that one. And uh, but uh, Adler, I think, is more uh, a runner than Krenikov. Mm-hmm. Krenikov is really good at machine, but maybe in uh, yeah. in event that only running can struggle a bit more, and uh, is on the heavier part of the athletes so uh, maybe that the, the um it, it, it can help him on the machines but on not on the running so maybe other i'm just i'm just gonna jump in here and say a fun fact krenikov actually his background is break dancing i don't know if a lot of people know this <laughs> What? And there's, yeah, there's, I'm going to pull it up. There's a great video of him saying, the people ask him, what's like your party trick? And he does this great breakdancing move where he goes on his head and does that weird thing. I'm going to show you guys. I'm sorry okay. for the spectators that are listening, but it's amazing. Like, you know, you would think this guy, I don't know, comes from a brutal MMA or something. It's like, no, breakdancing. Okay, Ramsey, you have to pick one name for the girls who's going to win the 5K. One name, not five. Oh, my God. Uh, can I have – let me finish the this uh, quick search, and I'm going okay. to give you a name. I'm going, Jamie, I'm going to go Jamie Simmons, actually. Yeah. Actually, Jamie Simmons' sister is a track athlete and really good at it as well. I've got a fun fact. I met Elliot Simmons' mum last year. She's lovely. No way. That strength in depth. I, yeah, I ended up talking to her on the sidelines while she was yelling at him. What like deli- <laughs> nice people. I Very love. Nice people. I love them. I, I both of them. They're great. I love uh, Elliot as well. Okay, yeah. I have it. I have. Okay, the, let's see it then. <laughs> I have the. I have the video. Title of the video: Roman Kranikov is secretly a breakdancing beast. Okay. This I remember this because it was from Strength and Depth 2019, and I was it was my first media job. Okay, you guys ready? 
Yeah, I remember that video. <laughs> How can they, where can people find that video? You have to okay, send me the link so I can... you have to look up on YouTube, Roman Kranikov, Breakdancing Beast. Go towards the end of the video and it's going to be better That's than nuts. the games. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, that answers all of the questions I could ever have about Roman Kranikov. Wow. And if you think he's funny, <clears throat> you have to meet his wife. She's amazing. That would be... That explains why he has such a flat head. <laughs> Okay. okay, back to business. 5K. Who, for a boy or girl, Rumsey? Just pick one name. Uh, I mean, you picked Jamie, so I'll go for I don't know, Emma Lawson. Okay. Now, well, let's talk about event. Um, it's event number eight. It's in the Coliseum, and it's called Intervals. But I'd, we, you, yes. it's only just been released, and I'm not quite sure. You're going to have to explain it to me because you're a coach, and I'm like, what? Because it sounds... What's the stimulus? Um, think, what is it about? Yeah. What, who's it going to test and who's going to win? Actually, uh, okay. Okay, I'm going to read you guys the event. I'm going to try and make it fast because it's a lot of words. Um, and then, but before that, there is Olympic total, which is much more interesting to me. After that. So there's going to be, it's a 12-minute time cap for the whole thing, but it's two intervals. The first interval is two rounds of, 21 box jump overs, 15 calorie row, nine burpee box jump overs. You do two rounds of that. They take your time. Then you rest until the six minute mark of the 12 minutes. At the six minute mark, you start again, but this time you do two rounds of nine burpee box jump overs, 15 calorie row, 21 box jump overs. So basically the reverse of what you did before, they're going to take your time again and you have a 12-minute time, time cap. That's it's a lot of hips. Jumping. It's just mm. you're, you're jump, there's a lot of jumping there. Um, it's going to be, I don't know, this is a hard one for me to predict. Um, it's just painful. Mm. That's, that's it. Yeah, and uh, how fast you are at the uh, box jump and barbies yeah. because uh, on the rower, you are going to go everyone faster. So exactly. it, maybe you can take one, two, or two seconds on, uh, on the calories, but uh, if you are super fast on the box jump over and uh, the burpees, you are going to win the, that one. So. The burpee box jump overs will be on a 36, 48 inch box, which does give it a bit of a extra something um so it's really gonna be about yeah box jump efficiency and uh, how bad how you want high it. is the box mumsy so the normal box jumps are 20 and 24 inches mm. but the burpee box jump overs are 36 48 <sighs> Ooh, so i that's think a big it's gap. Gonna, i mean do you I wonder, can they use their hands? I don't know what inches translates to uh, centimeters, if that's like um, the highest uh, box jump or if it's higher, higher. 
Is it going to be the kind of burpee box jump over where you can't land on the top? I think you're going to have to land on the top for the burpees. I wonder if they're going to have them jump over the box for the normal box jump overs. Mm. But that okay. would, uh, with the time caps they have, I don't know if they're going to ask them to do that. Okay, who we got for that? Who can suffer the, bo- the most? You can just go red line. Emma Carey. I think Emma <laughs> Carey could do well in this one. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's quite a few girls lower down in the list that really need to pull one out of the bag if they're going to get themselves into the position that they're dreaming of being in. Um, uh, do you think, uh, you know, you know Elisa better than me. Do you think she's got a good shot at this one? Uh, yeah, she's really good on the jumping things. But I don't know, on the rower, it's a bit short. And uh, on the machines like her weakness uh, but uh, in this case maybe that is not uh, all about the machine she can she can do maybe the first five positions but uh, stay in the from the 10th to the 15th position she can do that someone else that might pull this off I think is Olivia Kirstetter just yep. because she trained a long time with, I'm missing his name. Uh, you guys know who I'm talking about. Yes. Hepner. And Hepner. Yeah. And I mean, she's been training with him since she was like 13. And this is his kind of workout. So mm. she's done a lot of this kind of suffer through pain, jump, row kind of workouts. So if she still has that capacity, she could be uh, good at this one. Yeah. The second heat. It's going to be the second heat because yeah, of the, for, the for the women. They're really hungry. And you've got Emma Carey, Elisa Fuliano, and Olivia Kerstetter all in the same heat, along with mm-hmm. Karen Freyover, who knows how to suffer. Boy, does she know how to suffer. And Gabby as well. Danielle Brandon. Oh, my God. That's going to be yeah, it's going to be impressive watching those guys go for it. Um, let's talk about probably the most exciting event for today. Yes. The Olympic total. Um, I mean, on the girls' side, is anyone going to beat Laura Horvath? That's the question. We don't have Danny Spiegel. Yeah, we don't have Tia. Carmen Freyover is a good weightlifter. Yeah, I, I'm, I did think about her, but I just maybe, feel like Laura is just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Elisa is also super good in weightlifting. I don't know in the total how she can do uh, after all yeah. those events. But yeah. I, the, my concern is with Elisa is that it's a lot of volume, and this is the first year. You know, it's her second year, but it's the first year she made it through the cuts. I think Laura is used to like yeah. the feeling of being fucked up by the games. Whereas it'd be a bit newer for Elisa and she's got her condition that kind of can affect her a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Girl-wise, we've also got Amanda Barnhart and Ellie Turner. They're both pretty good. Yeah. On the guys. What about the boys? I mean, Fikowski's got a great snatch, right? Yeah. But also Moritz is pretty good. Yeah. It's 
superstar. Yeah, I really, really want to see Moritz do amazing in this one. And also, I really want to see him do his little... Yeah. <laughs> that thing. With the thumb. Yeah. Yeah. Annie does the same thing. Annie? Yeah, I've seen huh. her do the same thing with her thumb when oh, they do this Annie kind of like focus is, thing. Uh, she did, I mean, let's not forget her in 2021. She went mm. up with uh, Tia on the snatch. So she's got, you know, never forget her. I still think Laura has this in the bag, but Annie isn't someone to, you know, keep in mind here. Okay, so for the boys, we've got... um, Well, Colton Mertens. What's he like at Olympic lifting? Mm. Close to the ground. Maybe he's super great on the sub-maximal events, but super heavyweight. uh, Maybe he can't uh, do, like... There is a Polish chap called Bronisla Olenkovic. Oh, Bron. He's yes. got a lift in him. I actually... Um, Fabian is another great lifter. I not forget about him. I've never seen him lifting. I'm just really glad he made it through the cuts. I remember After that emotional Madrid, breakdown at the yeah. semis. <laughs> I'm so happy he made it through. I remember Madrid uh, back a few years ago. They had an event. I think I also remember Kranikov was there, and it was three deadlifts, uh, two cleans, and one snatch, and he just dominated against everyone. It was like 120, 125 kilo snatch at the end of the kind of sprint. So he's he's someone to look out for as well. Definitely. But we guys, I think we should wrap it up. We have a lot yep. of uh, YouTubing to do Long today. Content. Thank you, Zino, for your time. And um, and thank you for speaking to us today in English. I know it's difficult when it's uh, you know, not your first language. So I really appreciate that you came in and came on and gave us all your thoughts and your analysis as well. Um, yeah, I hope we'll see you. When are you going to, are you going to be competing at Madrid? Uh, no, uh, we are... Um... I didn't have the qualifier, uh, so uh, I'm not going to compete. But uh, maybe the next year, I'm going to be smarter, and I'm going to do the qualifier, so I can compete uh, after the game, maybe. Cool. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Well, have a great weekend in, um, in Italy in the rain. Yeah, I hope that... Uh, it's gonna stop for tomorrow, so I'm gonna do a great uh, bike uh, tour in the mountain. Oh, mountain nice. bike tour. Just don't fall. Be yeah, careful. don't fall off. We do not want another. Uh, I'm that uh, mountain biking, so no okay. problem. Don't pull a Madeira on us, okay? Yeah, or what's the Australian guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for everything. Oh, oh my God, the guy podium last year, the Australian guy, he was not competing this year. I am, Garrard. I'm not good. Ricky yeah, Garrard. Don't, don't do a Ricky Garrard, okay? No. One oh, no. rule. Wear your helmet too. 
I'm gonna pay attention. So. Good. So. Okay. Good. Yeah, Very happy to hear. Your sister and your mother have spoken, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rumsey, I'll speak to you tomorrow. Yes. Okay. I'll be yelling at you on WhatsApp probably as well. <laughs> it's quite fun Thanks watching it with you us, because guys. you're watching the same thing and then we're texting yeah. each other about what we're talking about it's cool it's nice too and my mom's going really into it as well she woke up at 2am to watch the last event oh, I like <laughs> she it. was like you know this and this and this like whoa I just woke up how have you seen it well, I, w- I woke up to watch it I was like, what <laughs> so uh, it's infectious yep. yeah cool well Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Thank you. Talk to you tomorrow. Next up, we have some more chats coming from the people on the ground at the games. So hit subscribe to make sure you get your games fix along with us. Until next time, thanks for listening and bye-bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod.